Hi friends and welcome to the Next More Thing podcast. I'm your host, Casey Anderson, your coach for thriving with anxiety, holding your hand as you define your spirituality and fall in love with your own personal development. In a world that rewards the constant hustle, we know the beauty in taking it steady and enjoying the ride. This is your sanctuary, your tranquil oasis, where we will explore the seemingly small yet profoundly impactful things that can make a big difference in our journey towards peace, joy, and fulfillment. In each episode, we will unravel the secrets of the mind, tap into the power of mindfulness, elevate our wellness, and embark on a spiritual journey together. You'll hear from incredible guests, and I'll share my own experience navigating this thing called life. One small thing today can change your entire life. So let's dive in and find out what's next for you. What's up, you guys? Welcome to today's episode. I am so excited to have you here. I wanted to start with a beautiful little exercise for just bringing in some beautiful feelings of gratitude and love. So If you are in a place where you can close your eyes, please feel free to do so. And this will only take less than a minute. Um, Obviously, if you're driving or something, don't close your eyes and just follow along. But if you can, close down your eyes, take a deep breath. And I want you to bring to mind someone, something or some place you hold deep love or gratitude for. Just visualize that person, place or thing in your mind and feel the love, the gratitude and the joy you have for them. Really feel that in your body and let those feelings just flow into every muscle tissue in your body. Take another deep breath, feeling those feelings. And as you exhale, visualize sending that energy back out to them. You may even choose to do a full body stretch, just sending that positive, loving energy back out. And then come back, open your eyes. How good does that feel? And that is so quick, so simple. You can really do it anywhere. And that is a really powerful exercise I learned from a coach and during a hypnosis course as well to just really, if you ever get stuck in feelings of any sort of negative feelings really or caught up in in thoughts or spirals, you can use that simple exercise to come back to some loving gratitude and just feel a little bit better, even if it only lasts for a second. Um, Sometimes I have to do it like 15 times in an hour, but (laughs) it works nonetheless. Beautiful. So a little pep talk today, and this is what I'm going to share because it's come up for me a couple of times recently as something that clients or friends have needed to hear. Of course, I've asked for their permission before I share advice or beliefs I have with them because just sharing sharing advice without permission probably isn't helpful a lot of the time. Um, another thing to keep in mind. Anyway, this this message that came through for these people at different times um, and also another reminder that we are all sort of going through the same sorts of things even though they appear in different ways for different individuals. 
And that lesson belief is that some people come into our lives and they're not supposed to be there forever. So they come into our lives for just a brief period of time or even even many years. However, they're not supposed to be with us on our journey for the rest of our lives. So when people repeatedly cross your boundaries or treat you, just plainly treat you with disrespect, when they have different values to you and you find yourself often in conflict with how they view the world or how they, what, yeah, what they place value on, um, if repeatedly you're finding yourself in conflict with these people or you leave situations with these people, conversations where you feel heavy and kind of down on yourself or down on the world or maybe really negative, if this is frequently happening with a certain person or even a group of people, you have no obligation to keep that person in your life. No, I don't, well, obviously I care, but like it doesn't matter if they're family, if they've been your friend for 20, 30 years and friend is a loose term in this situation, if they are constantly making you feel bad about yourself or treating you poorly or just even they have a different like journey they need to go on and it's no longer aligning with the things you want to be prioritizing your energy towards this is your permission to let that person go and it is so hard even when people treat us poorly or make us feel bad or have wronged us whatever there is grief and loss in letting go of that person no matter what so it's not I'm not saying it's going to be easy however your happiness your values are what's important you are you're living your own life you can never control other people you're not responsible for other people's happiness if you think you're going to hurt them by letting go of them but then you're just staying and that makes you stay around and you're sacrificing your own happiness. Like I don't take a, have a think if that is maybe worth it and, and remember that their feelings, their life is not your responsibility. You can only control yourself and your own happiness. And if they are no longer serving that for whatever reason, then you have no obligation to keep them in your life. So if that resonated for you or if that maybe mm, brought something up in you that you want to talk about, please message me on Instagram because um, I'm, I'm more than happy to talk about it. And, yes, this is really hard when we have to let go of people who have sometimes been in our life, been really big characters in our life. However, they might have just been there for a period of time to teach you some lessons maybe about boundaries or coming back to your own values or following your own path regardless of what other people say. Um, and it might be time for them to go on their own journey and free up your energy, your time, your space to bring in more aligned relationships, people who treat you the way you deserve to be treated, who have the same interests as you, the same goals, the same like vision for their life. You are going to feel so much more inspired, so much happier, so much more loved being around those people. So 
there you go. That's my little pep talk today. Um, I hope it was helpful or interesting maybe it's not relevant for you but yeah it might help someone you know later on but always ask if you can share some advice with someone before you do (laughs) so today's episode is about acceptance the next small thing we can do to improve our wellness our mindset our lives is accepting situations for what they are or just as importantly more importantly I'm not yeah um accepting yourself as you are and yes I mean the good light fun stuff but also the darker things that maybe we tend to avoid or maybe hold some judgment towards or yeah can't we don't want to accept them as they are and Acceptance is hard. It can be, it can literally be a lifelong journey to accept things as they are. However, it is so valuable to work on accepting things as they are. And I'll talk a bit about why. But why is it so hard? Well, often accepting things as they are acknowledges and means that there's going to be some pain coming with what is going on Um, because yes it's really easy to accept our strengths our really positive qualities uh, and positive events that go on around us but accepting the difficult things we go through um, like life life events health conditions um, some of the thought patterns and the trauma we hold accepting that does come with needing to acknowledge and feel some pain And that's hard. That's really hard sometimes. Um, And I think also we can confuse accepting something with approving of something. So obviously when something really challenging goes on in your life, you don't want to approve of what's happened like when someone wrongs you or maybe you lose someone or you get fired from your job like you don't want to say yeah that's like that that's great let's do that again no way you don't acceptance doesn't mean approving of something instead by accepting for something for what it is and letting go of that like resistance to what is now reality for you it frees up the your energy to practice self-love and self-care and help yourself to move through those emotions and release them to get back to rational thinking and positive thinking and just like the good parts of life. Um, So by not accepting something, we can kind of avoid feeling the pain, but that also means not feeling happiness or joy because in the long run, when we're not accepting things or ourselves for what we are, we create this really like <laughs> that noise I kind of made is just like a good way to describe it. Like it doesn't feel good within us because when we are not uh, not accepting something, we are creating this conflict either within ourselves or between us and our external environment. That's like this fractured sense of self and we one part of us is blaming ourselves or holding shame or judgment 
And the other part is like just trying to do its best and it really doesn't feel good within us. And in the long run, it creates feelings of anxiety and depression and other mental health concerns. And also holding on to that stress and that unhappiness literally creates physical manifestations in our body if we do not let that go. What we don't let go of from our emotions, we hold on to. So all of those negative things are being stored in your body somewhere. And like from personal experience, for me, that has led to um, like chronic TMJ problems, which is like my jaw. I, oh, gosh. Of course, the second I want to say what TMJ stands for, I just completely blank. So Google it. <laughs> um, but like my jaw is con constantly in pain it's like it's better because I've been actually doing the exercises the physio tells me instead of ignoring them um but like I can't eat certain foods because it hurts so much and like my jaw clicks like when you look at my jaw and I'm not saying that you do but like if you were to my jaw doesn't open straight it like does this weird zigzag thing and it clicks and like my partner can hear it when I'm eating and he's just like he does not enjoy it, um, which is fun sometimes because I can like do it on demand. Anyway, um, yeah, and then also like I hold my stress in my shoulders, so I have quite often like a sore neck and a sore back. And how you hold your stress and your emotion—it's going to look different for everyone. But there are physical, there can be physical problems long term from holding on to stress and emotion. So. What does, like, uh, not accepting a situation or yourself look like? Well, I invite you, and this can be hard, so, it, uh, like, you know what is best for your body, so don't do this if you think it's not going to go well for you. It might bring something up. But if, like, you ever have experienced feelings of shame or regret or self-judgment, just, like, I invite you to go into those feelings for just a moment. Maybe you go back to a time where you did feel them and just notice how your body changes. Like I bet if you can, if you can go back to a time, um, I bet your body, like your shoulders come in and you kind of hunch over and like you might feel this tightness, this heaviness, tension somewhere in your body. Like it, these emotions literally come in our physiology as well. We don't want to be feeling like that. We want to feel really like we want to feel loose in our body and not tight and like free. We want our shoulders back, like good posture um, because it just, it feels better. It's healthier and like your physiology, your thoughts and emotions, they're all linked. So when you can actually hold your physiology better, you're going to be thinking more positively as well. So those feelings of shame, regret, judgment, and that conflict that's created when we don't accept something, we feel that in our body and it doesn't feel good. Uh, on top of that, we have, are more likely to have a poor physical, uh, sorry, psychological well-being. So mental health problems can come with not accepting something for what it is. It limits your ability to feel happy and instead you feel yeah, you feel heavy, icky, there's low self-confidence. You, while like some part of you can feel positive and stuff, 
a lot of the time there's at least one part of you feeling anger or shame or hatred, disappointment, and it could be at yourself. Or you could blame others as well um, because you look, we look for other reasons external to us when we can't accept ourselves, our actions. Um, you might blame yourself instead for everything wrong in your life and you might feel angry at the world in general. This often altogether leads to reduced emotional control, so you can be really prone to anger or, like, cr- like overwhelming sadness um, and your stress is heightened and but your capacity to deal with stress is lowered. So there's literally lower levels of grey matter in your brain um, that mean you yeah you can't deal with your stress as well your emotions as well and this then leads to increased risk of health conditions caused and brought on by stress um and then like not accepting something it will impact all the other areas of your life as well so it's going to lead to relationship issues because maybe there's a lack of boundaries or you're forever hoping People will change around you and that could look like trying to control your partner or people you work with. Um, you feel disappointed by the choices other people make and you can be, you can feel quite resentful and hold on to grudges. Um, so there's also low self-confidence, fear of failure, negative self-talk. So things you might be saying to yourself could be, this can't be happening, it's not right or fair, why is this happening to me? Like a lot of why, no, this can't be true. Yeah. Um, And we then project these things onto other people as well, leading to further feelings of frustration and annoyance or annoyance. Um, And also we turn to coping mechanisms like alcohol or drugs. So... I know I've shared a few times that I went through uh, quite a, oh, God, I was going to, how many years? It was a couple of years at least of, like, smoking weed every day, and that was definitely because I couldn't accept my reality for what it was and how I was choosing what I was choosing and then creating my results in life um, instead of trying to, like, Instead of feeling those things and coming up with solutions on how to change, instead I just shut it all down by smoking every day. And for a brief period of time, and like at the time whenever I smoked, it felt really good, but then continued into years of doing that every day. Yeah, I was I was really deeply depressed. My relationships were suffering. My self-worth was really low, like... In the long term, these things, they do catch up to you. So, yeah, that is, that was a lot. Um, So obviously there is a lot uh, that comes with not accepting ourselves or our situation for what it is, Um, and none of it feels great. So let's now get out of that. Let's come back to maybe sit up. Bring your shoulders back, get that good posture because we know it's going to bring the good feelings. Uh, And let's talk about when we do accept something or ourselves for what it is, and I'm talking unconditionally. So not just when things are good but when maybe we're having a lower day or 
we're going through something a bit more challenging. And previously we had resulted to feelings of like, why do I feel this way? Or gosh, I'm, I mustn't be worthy of happiness or whatever. Instead of resulting to that, what does it look like instead? So we let go of judgment or resistance to what's going on within us or what we're experiencing. So when we're judging ourselves, we keep ourselves at a really negative, like low vibration. Um, and we're just going to be attracting things of that same vibration. So we're going to be attracting relationships that don't make us feel good or experiences that don't light us up because we we feel that way within ourselves. And that's blocking us from more positive feelings and experiences. It's blocking us from being our higher self. It's keeping us really low and, yeah, just heavy, not, not what we want to be feeling. When we accept ourselves or the situation, and I'm just going to – is there an easy way for me to say that? We'll see what I come up with as we go on, but know that I'm referring to both as we go through this episode – we, when we accept something, we have the power to change it. So one of the earliest psychologists, like most profound thinkers in terms of psychology, Carl Rogers, something he said was that acceptance is literally the first step towards change. Because if you aren't accepting something for what it is, seeing it for what it is, and instead of choosing to dis- like remove yourself from it or not believe it's there or like block your ears la 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 obviously you can't change it you're going to be spending all your energy trying to avoid looking at it for what it is um so yeah we have the power to change something when we can accept it and we can we can access feelings of happiness and love and compassion even when things are tough even when we're not perfect even on the dark days where our ego is really loud those thought patterns are coming back up, um, those feelings of unworthiness. Like, yes, they're going to come up sometimes and we're going to go through challenging things. It's just, it's part of life. But we can still show ourselves love and compassion during those times. And when you learn to do that, you get through those times much easier, much quicker, and you get back to the good stuff in life. You don't, you don't dwell on things on situations that have happened. You don't sit there 10 years on thinking about that thing you said at, in high school to someone who probably doesn't even remember you exist anymore. Like you're not still thinking about that and still blaming yourself or judging yourself for what you said. And just on that, like I can guarantee that that person is not thinking about it because people are just so busy thinking about themselves and what they could have said <laughs> someone might be judging them for like we can let those things go they don't have to hold any weight over our lives anymore um, when we can accept them for what they are and use it as a lesson to grow Um, and when we accept ourselves unconditionally we we're not going to worry what other people think or say about us because we know firstly we know that what people see in other people is really a projection of themselves so it's bringing up something that is triggering them within themselves and it's nothing really about you um, and it wouldn't matter if it was because you love yourself, you trust yourself, you understand you're not perfect however you hold yourself in the highest regard anyway knowing that you are human and you are doing your best and you have a purpose you are here for. Um, 
it just it feels so much better we we get out of that survival mode and we get into thriving mode because we are making the best choices for ourselves we can think rationally we can feel difficult emotions and move through them without attaching to them and letting them identify us so yeah well that is great isn't it like a lot of information about what self-acceptance looks like or not accepting something could look like um but how if you maybe don't accept all parts of yourself or your your external environment so easily what might help well here are some things i prepared earlier you're very welcome um the first thing i want to share is this approach and quote that has like roots in Buddhism and the quote itself, when you look it up, there's a few different sources, but we're going with Buddhism um, and Buddha himself as saying this pain is inevitable. Suffering is a choice. Pain is inevitable. Suffering is a choice. So yes, in life, we're going to experience pain. Like you might lose someone you love. However, suffering is what happens when you don't accept the situation and you therefore prolong the period of pain. So it's normal to be upset and grieve and have those periods of like anger and denial. However, we need to bring awareness to our thoughts and notice when they're causing us to feel worse than necessary. Um, and we need to be able to not attach to the past path, like, yes, allow that period of grieving and loss chain whatever it is however if you're sitting there saying I can't believe this happened or no it's not fair or why is the world out to get me you're really like what is it throwing kindling on a fire like is that a word stoking off the flames like you're making it worse than it needs to be um and when you feel like so for me uh, sometimes if I'm having a really low energy day, oh, oh, here's one. So no, actually that's not really necessary. But when I'm having a low energy day, if I start to then blame myself for not being productive or tell myself I'm not worthy of rest because I've not done enough or like say, oh my gosh, these feelings are never going to end. Like why me? Why, why is my life so hard? That's really, that's taking me from a low energy day where I need to just prioritize resting and like be easy on myself, show myself compassion. And that is instead bringing up feelings of shame and blame and regret and just really amplifying all of the negative things going on. And I think it, it's pretty clear why that is not helpful for myself or the people around me uh, because you don't come off that nice and happy and stuff when those thoughts are going on within you um yeah we really don't want to make the difficult times even worse by then blaming ourselves feeling shame about having shame like isn't that so funny people are so interesting um but it's it's human nature so we just need to bring awareness to our thoughts notice when they are maybe a bit be more harsh than necessary and bring in self-compassion, journaling, like allowing space for our emotions without without 
attaching to them, using them to like identify as, and yeah, we can move through them. They don't, they, we are not our thoughts. Um, we can observe them, let them go without ma- making a bigger meaning of them. Um, this is another really valuable coaching theory, I guess you could call it, that I think really helps me let go of blame on any behaviours I hold, especially those less than positive behaviours that I or habits that you can't seem to break. So everything you do in life is driven by six core needs and everyone has these needs. Some are going to be more prominent for you and they can change depending what you're going through. Um, and you can meet them in two ways. You can meet them in a resourceful way or an unresourceful way. And so that kind of means like in a resourceful way, like constructive, healthy, good for you, the people around you, your environment, um, or an unresourceful way. And that's kind of the more, yeah, the, the more damaging behaviours, the more like they bring on feelings of the negative things that we don't want. Um, and we'll get into some examples. So the six core needs everyone is driven by are certainty, variety, significance, connection, growth, and contribution. So all of these needs need to be met every day for us to feel like satisfied. And people tend to have top two top, top drivers, well, two top drivers um, that are reoccurring themes in their lives. And when you have something you're doing or a thought you keep having that you want to stop but you can't, it's because it is meeting your needs in some way. So some examples of unresourceful behaviour when it comes to certainty would be like trying to control everything because it's the only way you feel safe. Um, unresourceful ways for meeting variety would be like creating drama around you or like taking, seeking adrenaline or adventure activities to like unsustainable levels like I don't know maybe something doing something really dangerous or unresourceful ways for meaning connection would be like gossiping because you at the time you're like connecting with the person you're talking to but longer term and deep within you you're creating feelings of judgment and shame and yucky things deep within you because when we talk about other people your subconscious is hearing it as you're talking about yourself. So say you're bitching about um, a girl at work who just really gets on your nerves and you're saying she, like, doesn't pull her weight and she treats people badly. That's your subconscious is hearing that about yourself. So it's creating feelings of, yeah, judgment deep within. And then we hold on to them. Um, And I'm not saying, like, don't vent and don't get things off your chest, but just a little reminder that be careful or be mindful of what you say and how often you say it and what it's creating within you. Um, so there's some unresourceful things we could be doing, whereas certainty, like a resourceful way to be meeting certainty in your life would be to have a good use of your planner and your schedule and like waking up at the same time every day, going to bed every day, like having some sort of routine. Um, variety could be like balancing work and play and trying new things, significance could be contributing to something at work that's beneficial or um, like 
and then again contribution like going out into your community and giving back like there are resourceful ways to meet all of these things however if we aren't getting them resourcefully we're gonna start to try to meet them unresourcefully but you're still meeting them so why is this relevant well i just want you to understand that everything you're doing has serves a purpose and it's to it's to meet a need it's to keep you safe and give you something you need it just might not be the best most productive way to do it and that's okay accept it for what it is and understand this is what's happening behind that behavior there's always a reason um and identify where maybe there is an area for change and what in that area that needs to be changed like what needs is that behavior meeting or those thoughts what are they how are they serving you but how can you meet them in a more resourceful a healthier way and another thing i wanted to share to kind of yeah just give you some more insight into self-acceptance is a beautiful quote by Brene Brown who is big in the mindset coaching coaching space in general um she's a beautiful like a lovely podcast a lot of really good youtube videos if you feel called to like look her up especially if this quote resonates with you but her quote is the truth is belonging starts with self-acceptance your level of belonging in fact can never be greater than your level of self-acceptance because believing you are enough is what gives you the courage to be authentic vulnerable and imperfect and I just think that's beautiful. I think a lot of us deep down, we just want to belong. Um, and when we can accept ourselves for who we are, we we know we belong just by being who we are, by being ourselves, by being authentic and vulnerable. We belong to this thing that is way greater than us. We can see how many lives we impact, even in the smallest ways, like just by being who we are. There's no... There's nothing we need to achieve. There's nothing we need to be doing to belong and to be worthy of happiness, joy, gratitude, all the things we're looking for. We just we just are, so we are worthy and we belong. And that's just beautiful. So how do you how to know if you accept yourself? Maybe some of these things have rung true for you, some of them not, and you really aren't sure still. Accepting yourself looks like liking every part of you even the undesirable parts and holding those with compassion and love and giving them space to be as they are you accept your current reality at any moment you know you are enough and you are worthy you take responsibility for your actions you don't need the external validation or approval of others you don't compare yourself to others and you embrace who you are unconditionally and you trust yourself. So how many of those are true for you? And some other questions to ask. Are you allowed to have an off day or week or make a mistake without resulting to self-judgment, shame and loathing? Do you feel worthy at all times or only when you've achieved a goal or are feeling good? Do you stand up for yourself or others? Sorry. Do you stand up for yourself if others are trying to tear you down? So can you hold your head high and know you are worthy, you are enough as you are, even if other people are trying to tell you otherwise? And some other things I invite you to do on this journey to acceptance are 
to speak to yourself as if you were your best friend or like a loved one, a partner, a close family member. Imagine if they were sitting across from you or next to you on the couch on a phone call and they were telling you how how useless they were because they took a day off work last week and they didn't get anything done around the house and they got takeaway and then they had an extra drink before bed or and they got stuck in this period of blame and like judging themselves saying the world's out to get them and their life sucks and they're just useless would you let them sit there saying those things about themselves i'm guessing no i'm guessing you would say like you're being really hard on yourself it's okay to have an off day it's okay to not be perfect we're all doing our best we need rest because you're not going to be able to be your best self if you are like giving from an empty cup i love you you're amazing look at all these amazing things you've done remember that time you were having so much fun like you're going to be there you're going to be hyping them up you're going to be reminding them that they're amazing why don't we do this to ourselves why do we let ourselves talk to ourselves like we are just the scum of the earth it's not it's so backwards we need to be giving ourselves the same loving kindness that we would give a friend or a love a, a loved one so remember that if you catch yourself being really critical of yourself or feeling shame or resentment towards yourself, speak to yourself as if you were someone you love. And then just, yeah, do that every time, <laughs> if it feels good. Um, another beautiful thing, like if your self-talk is, is more critical and really heavy mean, um, I invite you to go onto Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts and look up loving kindness meditation and yeah this is a beautiful exercise for just bringing in some compassion some self-love to your subconscious and therefore those it's going to be easier to access outside of meditation when those thoughts come up when they get really loud and they start to spiral you'll remember these beautiful things you heard in when you were in a meditative state and it's going to be easier to drown out the loud ego telling you you suck with these beautiful loving kindness words that are that hold way more truth than what our, their stories our mind tries to tell us another thing i like to do when i catch myself thinking like other people have life so good other people like i, I wish i was someone else or i wish i was further along or they've got it so easy their life looks amazing like when i catch myself thinking about that i take a pause and I remember that I remind myself how grateful I am for my family my fiance my cat the experiences I've had in my life the friends I have the times I've laughed so hard I've cried like all of those things I would not have the pleasure of like going through or those I would have met those people if I was anyone else in this world like I wouldn't I wouldn't give up my family, my partner, my cat, my my friends for anything. So it just takes that little that little reminder and that gratitude for what I do have in my life to to kind of be like, okay, yeah, no, I wouldn't actually want to be someone else. And also remembering there's there's no 
There's no race. There's no need to be anywhere other than where you are right now because the universe is delivering everything to you in perfect order and perfect timing. So, yes, you might want to be way ahead of where you are financially or you might have an event coming up like, so I'm getting married in November and, oh, my gosh, I'm so excited. I just wish it was here already but then it would be over, right? Like everything is happening in perfect timing and there is beauty in every single moment and everything is happening for a reason. You are exactly where you're meant to be. There is nowhere nowhere to be ahead and if it is meant for you, it will come to you at the perfect time. Um, and remember as well, there is no single human being out there that has it easy or perfect. And, okay, yes, it looks very luxurious to be like a millionaire and if you would think, you might think that they couldn't have any problems. Every person, every human being has their own struggles, their own, who knows, we can never know, but no one is out there thinking, God, this was fucking easy, isn't it? Like, what is everyone complaining about? No, everyone has their own things they're going through and yeah, it just because it their life looks like this incredible, easy, picture perfect, you know, not the case. Um, so just accept who you are. And it, really, even if they were, there were perfect lives out there, really easy lives. We just physically cannot change it. We cannot. There is no technology out there. There's no magic pill to change your life. Like, let go of the energy you're using to wish you were somewhere else, you were something else, doing something else, and instead accept it for what it is and use that all that spare energy you have now to create like to work on yourself and creating the best life you can with what you have and what you want for yourself. Um, and I wasn't going to talk about this, but it, it just came to my mind that a huge thing I moved through in the last year was, um, so I had a really big fear around death. And when I have anxiety attacks these days, it's normally because I get like fixated on thoughts of dying or my family dying. And that would use a lot of energy. It would hold a lot of space within me of like fear. And there's so much uncertainty around dying and I've not experienced it a lot. So it's this like thing that's not really talked about and I don't really understand and what I'm trying to say is when I got really honest with myself and said well look I'm gonna die people around me are gonna die it's the only like real certainty in life is that it's not forever when I just accepted that for what it is and that I can't change it and I all I can do is make the most of the time I have now that is really when it all changed that is what gave me the the desire to follow my dreams, to start a business, helping other people like feel happier within themselves um, and to, to switch up my routines, my habits into more like empowering ones because, yes, I, I can't stop the fact that I'm going to die but I can make myself the happiest, best version of myself while I'm here and hopefully get the most out of every day, no matter how long I have. And then whenever I do get to the point where I, well, when I get there, I at least know I've made the best of the situation and I've not just sat around fearing dying. Um, 
or if a family member like does pass away, I've not wasted the time I could have spent with them creating memories, like sitting around crying that they're going to die someday, like, <laughs> which I definitely did. So yeah, instead of sitting there crying that they're going to pass away one day and who knows what happens then, I can pick up the phone and call them and have a really great conversation or go see them or yeah. So that was a little, little lesson there um, that I hadn't planned to bring up, but I think it was relevant. So yeah, back to what you can be doing to like on your journey to acceptance. Um, when you know, when you notice feelings of judgment or shame or something going on within you or something you're experiencing, ask yourself really if it is something you can change. Like is what you are holding on to and sort of resisting, is it something you can change? And if it's not, let it go. Repeat to yourself, I cannot change this. Free up that energy to do something more productive, some some self-care, some self-love, instead of spiralling on those thoughts, getting caught up and attaching to them. Let them go. Um, and identify and embrace your strengths, what makes you unique, and celebrate yourself, even, even small accomplishments, small goals. Celebrate that stuff and celebrate the big stuff as well. Um, it's going to increase feelings of self-love and self-trust when we can acknowledge where we are strong, where we've done really good things. And we can remember those when something's, some things are a bit harder for us or not as natural. We can remember, okay, I have all these other strengths. How can I translate them to this situation? Um, and when you are faced with something that it's difficult to accept, ask yourself, what would I do if I could accept this situation for what it is? What would I do if I could accept this part of myself and visualize what that would look like, how you would, like what actions you would be taking, what things you would be saying to yourself, what things people would be saying to you. Visualize accepting it. And then if you can do one or do some or do all of those things when like visualizing and just imagining what is possible. If we could do this, we will realize there are actually often a lot of things we can do to get ourselves out of this stuck state, out of these negative feelings and into a more empowered state of making change and yes, accepting the situation as it is. Um, and if something keeps triggering you, it keeps coming up again and again and you find a lot of resistance, you find a lot of judgment around it, those feelings of shame and blame are there. And I say this every time, every episode, I think. <laughs> journal about it. Meditate. Um, to So journaling is going to get the thoughts out of your head and get them a bit more clearly. When you can see them on a page, it might make a bit more sense what's going on. Meditation. You practice observing your mind and your thoughts wandering and you learn to observe them without judging them and just letting them go. And then there's other, like any mindfulness or relaxation techniques that work for you, they're going to help with acceptance because they're coming back to those feelings of peace and love and calm where we can think rationally and we're not caught up in emotion. Um, and if those things don't work, for you or you don't want to do them or maybe you're trying them and it's just something still there, still triggering you, hire a coach or a therapist or 
someone to help you dig it out and get clear, like get an expert to, to help you. There's no shame in not being able to do something yourself. Like I definitely believe you could do it yourself. However, sometimes it is just easier and faster and <laughs> nicer almost to have someone with you on your journey, like holding your hand. They've been through it too a lot of the time, not that they would probably be bringing it up because it's about you in that relationship, but like they can see from an outside perspective what's going on and ask yourself things that you might not think to ask and they have the experience and the tools they can share with you to empower you to move through it and once you've like had that experience with a coach you have those tools then forever to to use and to make your own and to yeah to utilize when things come up again in the future so Surprise, surprise, I'm a huge advocate for getting a coach. And if you need one, hello. Um, yeah, there, if something is going on for you, like get some help to change it. Um, I, you won't regret it when you, yeah, when you start choosing happiness and choosing to like experience emotion and let it move through you you really are going to just see your life change in so many ways I couldn't even put into words like this would end up being a six hour long podcast if I tried to explain the benefits of getting deep into your mindset finding out your values finding out where your habits your thoughts have all started and in transforming them all into more empowering ones working on your self-talk all the things so yeah guess I'm ending on a little ad for getting a coach, which kind of makes sense based on my, my role here. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I would love to know how you felt about it, whether what your biggest takeaway was. Uh, you can find me on Instagram links in the show notes and I hope you have the most amazing day. I'm sending so much love and light. Bye. I want to give you my biggest thanks for spending your time with me. If you would like to join me on a journey of small things towards life-changing transformation, please take just a moment to follow this podcast on your preferred platform and leave a five-star review. It would mean so, so much to me. I am so excited to continue to grow this podcast and to join you on your own mindset, wellness, and spiritual path. Your support is so valuable in helping me spread the word. You can find me on my socials, links in the description. Talk soon.